0: Somewhat, some researcher did a study back in, like, the 90s or something, and it was on, like, crossword puzzles. And so he found out if he, sa- like, saved a crossword puzzle till the next day and then showed it to, like, random people, they did, like, 5 or 10% better on it, even if they didn't, like... Like, the answers are random. It's not yeah. current events, but just because, like... The idea was that everybody else had, like, solved it, and, like, the answers were, like, in the collective collective consciousness. consciousness, And then,
1: like, the the people that were doing it the next day were able to just kind of tap in and, like, solve it. Yeah, that's like the hundred monkey. You ever hear about that experiment? They took, like, these hundred monkeys, and they put them on an island, and they found that, like, when those hundred monkeys did, like, you know, found a new trait, whether it be, like, I don't know, eating a new food or whatever the hell it was, that monkeys on a completely different island that never came into contact with each other then started doing that same thing like yeah it's like basically prove collective consciousness Mm -hmm. it's a fucking trip yeah
0: and like early when they discover like ancient civilizations like had some tech on one side of the world
1: like at the same time like other side of the world they were both like figuring out the same shit that's like you ever think you like think you saw someone like from or whatever and then you get up close and it's not them you haven't talked to the person in ages and then like they happen to like call you or like send you a message or like randomly someone mentions them in a conversation and it's yeah. like it's like wait <laughs> a minute who's really pulling the strings <laughs>
0: Testies, testies. One, two, one,
1: two. Testicles? Yeah. Do you have one? Do two? How many, one, how many two. Yeah, I mean Testicles, testicles. <laughs> Alright, that's a good place to start. You remember Dana Weston? Sounds familiar. Anyway, shout out to Dana. But uh one night we were all like we were just, like, getting lit. We were, like, saying each other's names backwards, and they were like, oh, Civil Art, like, oh, Sire, or, like, whatever. And then someone was like, Anad. <laughs> and so we, like, started calling him Anad. And then we're, like, at this party, and this girl was like, why do you call him Anad? And Diane was like, because he has one nut. <laughs> and she was like, oh, really? Balls are gross. The less, the better. And, like, he ended up taking her home. <laughs> it's pretty ridiculous,
0: right? <laughs> Whoa, Dion! I have heard that in a long time yeah, I went he, to high school with that
1: kid Yeah, he was just up here visiting, he's doing well, he lives in Georgia He's been like sober for like 15 years or some long amount of time <laughs> Yeah, well hey, what's up, Golden Hour, episode 34 Welcome back, peeps, my peeps, the homies, Steve fam uh, We got a one of a kind guest today This is my man, Ben Danger, welcome to the show, my brother Yes sir, it's a pleasure to be here, yeah. it's, a, it's my honor Yeah, yeah. none of the feelings mutual and, uh yeah you just kind of pass them back through Vermont right yeah that's right yeah
0: yeah been on the road a bunch and but try to come back up every month or two and hang out more yeah. in the summer than the winter I, I kind of burned out on the colds a little bit <laughs> yeah so what do you uh you got like a van or what do you what are you whipping around yeah yeah I got an RV um I've had three of them over the last couple of years and okay was just cruising all over the country and um flipping them while I was, like, living in them and then just kind of, like, buy a new one and just chill in whatever city so I could flip the other one. And... Yeah, do and you, like, fix them up? And... No, no, I just, I don't know how to fix anything. I'm yeah. the least qualified to, like, do this. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but, uh, uh, yeah, I just kind of, I started out pretty, pretty uh, cheap on it and just, like, ended up, it was during COVID and uh, I'd moved back from Philly for COVID right when it really popped off and I was at my parents' spot and then met this girl on tinder or whatever and hung out with her like twice and she was like this like wild like traveler chick and then um she was like she we were both talking about how we wanted to travel and stuff and then yep. she was like i just found a cool rv in portland oregon like you want to go buy it and, just out. It and i was out. like i was like fuck it yeah like let's go <laughs> like i got nothing better to do and um so went out there and Bought that, and then it was a piece of shit, and then, uh, it was, like, had blown engine rods and stuff, so we had to, like, flip it out there, and then found another one in New Mexico, and, yeah. and then she, like, wild out and went off and to go study with some, like, mushroom shaman in the Amazon jungle and all this shit, and uh-huh. I bought her out on the
1: uh-huh. RV
0: and just kept on trucking.
1: <laughs> uh, sounds like fucking homies. Homies having a little freak out up there, huh? We got a dog. And, uh, you know, if I were to give anyone, any of our viewers, advice about what's not advantageous is, like, a huge dog when he's trying to shoot, but, like, you know, he's cool. He's a kind of little fuck. <laughs> but, um, so, you know, you might hear guest appearances by Oscar. He's <laughs> the um, hype man. Yep. Yep. Um, so what kind of RV, like, is it? Is, like, is it a big one? Or?
0: Oh, yeah. So then... Uh- uh, yeah, the first one was like super old, and like this weird old vintage one, and then um, the next one was like big old boxy, like classic style one. But it was getting like five miles to the gallon, and I put like a shitload of miles on it. I don't, I'm not even gonna do the math.
1: Yeah, and then a, a uh, lot. When I was like,
0: I got I got more committed with each one, so I kept wanting to like ball. All right, was, I'll go a little harder on it. I'll get a nicer one. I'll get a nicer one, and then yeah. so the one I have now is like pretty sick. Sort of, except it just blew up the engine, so it's in a... I spent the last year... or the last, I spent the last month living in a junkyard in Lockhart, Texas, outside of Austin, like, waiting on a new engine for it. Oh, and shit. So I hit a little rough spot. Are you, what are you getting into while you've been traveling? Um, yeah, it's been it's been cool, man. I kind of had a couple spots around the country that I just had always wanted to check out and spend some time in. Um, and then I also, my clients are everywhere around the country too. And they're like my super homies too. Cause the way this industry works that I'm in is like every month there's like a different event or a trade show or something going on and everyone's like really close. So we, I kind of get to see like my hundred best friends, like in all these cool cities and, um, everyone's always like, if you're ever in my spot, like pull up and come hang out and similar to like the skate industry. Yeah. Super similar. Yep. And then, um, so that's been really cool, because especially during COVID, I got to really, like, catch up with all my homies and keep up with everyone. And then having kind of, like, an Instagram following, too, there's been cool stuff where people will just be like, oh, you're in this weird little town in the middle of nowhere? And they'll be like, I live, like, two miles away. Yeah, and, like, up. I own a restaurant, or I got a guest house, or whatever. And, like, just kind of, link linking up with, like... Random so what's, it, what's the, the uh,
1: for people that don't know? What's the uh, what's kind of your business? Um,
0: so there's there's kind of like a niche of a niche of the weed industry for super high end glass pipes, um, and so there's uh, pipes now that are selling for hundred k plus, and like a couple years ago, one sold for quarter mil, and so there's just like this cool artisan like high end glass. Who market made that, one? that was a, it was a collab between uh, this dude Buck and this dude WJC and someone else it was like some, some homies from Colorado okay. made it and it was uh, but a lot of it just goes for crazy prices and stuff and I kind of looped into that industry from when I was in Burlington I was doing Sticky Brand and Wildlife yeah. and then we were next to Burn Gallery and then they had this big event called the Pipe Classic and they would get the 12 best pipe makers to come up and everyone would make a piece, have 12 hours to like make the craziest dab rig or whatever. Uh, they would auction it and it went for like crazy prices. And I ended up hanging out with a bunch of the the dudes. Mm -hmm. Um, a couple of them specifically, like one of the days they, they were all done blowing glass and, I was like, you guys look like you skate. Like, you, you want to go do some shit? And they were like, yeah. So I took them out to some Burlington spots. And yeah, you came out to Bol- uh, Burton, right? Yeah, went to Burton. Yeah, yeah. Went to, Burton, you know, out there. Went to uh, the little spot behind Burton there. R.I.P. R.I.P. The Jersey barriers. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and then I might have hit another thing or two. But we kind of just broke down. And I didn't know anything about their whole industry at all. I was just like, I didn't know about glass or anything. And I was just like, this dude seemed chill. They're from out of town. Like, mm-hmm. show them a good time. And then six months after after that, I'd kind of kept up with them and I'd started do. I'd showed them my shop and did some stickers with them and stuff. And then they were just like, kind of put me on blast to the whole glass world. And it turned out that they were like some of the super big dudes and they all had yeah. like 100,000 whatever followers. So my Instagram kind of popped off in that world. And then, um, so six months later, one of the dudes was like, yo, move to Philly. Like, you can move into my spot and like get it going with all these glass. So and, is Philly a big glass scene? Yeah, so Philly's like one of the biggest in this in the country. There's a couple major like hubs, but Philly kind of has like the biggest scene for it. So, so you know, our producer Sean Mesha here went to college in Philly. Oh, sick. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I, I dropped out of college in Philly too. Uh-huh. I did a year there, and then uh, dropped out, and then partied for another year, and then moved back to Burlington, and then back to Philly like ten years later, and started this new thing up. And cool. What's the uh, what's the company called? Uh, it's called Danger Visual. Okay. And so uh, it's so. And then it kind of turned into, like, I'd worked in different spots doing different stuff, and I'd been doing design stuff, but then, like, I'd worked in, like, t-shirt, like, a little mom-and-pop t-shirt shop, and, you know, had Sticky Brand and all this other stuff, and then um, the... So, all these dudes, like, I started going to the trade shows. There's, like, trade shows for these crazy... What are they like, There's, like, um, Glass Vegas is a big one. There's, like, Age <laughs> Champs, like, all these kind of glass shows, and... The work that dudes were putting out was insane. Like the, gla- like, the glass, the technical work that was going into it. And Inside just, like, out. the collaborations and, like, the style of everything was so rad. But yeah. all the marketing, design, merch was, like, trash. And so when I started doing it, there was no one else that was, like, doing any kind of good work in that whole industry. So. Yeah, because of just a bunch of stoners that just want to blow glass. Dude, and yeah. And, like, the other stuff's like an afterthought, right? <laughs> totally, yeah. yeah. So then the, the couple dudes that I linked up with were kind of more about like having cool shit and so i started working with them and then just through that like they on instagram they're like this guy danger in vermont's doing all this dope shit and then everyone started blowing me up for work and then i just kind of fell deeper into it and kept getting more work out of it and so that that was like over 10 years
1: ago now so i did that how did you like how did you approach it to know like kind of like what your value was or like you know even something as simple as how to like charge or you know just yeah. kind of well, see to your pants. Yeah, it. well,
0: it kind of, like, the the work told me when it was time to raise prices. Like, because I, I thought there was, like, there's no way this is a real, like, job. Because a lot of the stuff I do, like, just some, a lot of it just goes on Instagram, and that's the end of it. Yeah. Like, it doesn't, and I was like, there's no way I can make a living, like, drawing pictures of bongs for Instagram, you know? Like, yeah, yeah. and then, uh so when I, right before I moved to Philly to, like, really send it, I was living with uh, I was living with Zegel and Zegel was the manager at Leonardo's and so I had Zegel like put me on for like the last month I was in town just to like learn how to make pizzas because I was like I'm going to have to <laughs> like learn how to I'm going to have to know how to make pizzas when I like when this falls yeah, apart yeah, you know fall, like yeah, yeah like yeah. I need like a plan B um, that's hilarious but then yeah and then I, so I moved out there and then it shit like really popped off like when I really kind of got in the scene and in with like the, all the dudes in Philly and uh, still haven't had to make a pizza but and then the way the work was going was like um, they you know when I first started out I was just like I was charging whatever like 100 bucks a poster just and then until you don't was have just, enough time yeah, yeah well was I was enough. just like I was like all right I just need to do like three or four posters a day and like I'm good yeah. and like I had the work lined up that I was getting that and then I was just like holy shit this is so much work and I was spending like so much fucking time on these things and then uh, the, I just kept getting more and more work so I to like I had to raise my prices to like filter out yeah. more work so I could have the time to like do the posters and so it's just kind of been finding the balance between like finding the right price to bring in the and now you know like the more and then it kind of works too cuz like the more you charge for a poster it gives you more time to like yeah it frees your schedule up so you can kind of go harder on each piece it's of work that you're doing and the and the projects kind of scaled up too and it turned into for like doing a t-shirt for like a logo for some random glassblower doing like festival merch and put like major posters and whole like lines of swag and That's so dope. just all the work kind of just kept scaling up and the more the name kind
1: of got around the, the industry yeah. or whatever so how much are you, mm-hmm. you charging for posters these days <laughs> 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 no it was uh it, kind of this, yeah, yeah right there's this classic like saying in business where it's like so, uh, two smart business people sit down and, uh, they say nothing. They're both just waiting for the other one to say something. Right, yeah, you never <laughs> want to, like, be the first one to... Put out an
0: offer to that. talk, you know. But, yeah, you know, I learned a lot of lessons pretty early on. Like, I did, um, when I was still at Sticky, do you know the, the company... I heard of it. like they like make sunglasses, like like these, like okay. kind of 80s style sunglasses. Says, but
1: they're like a huge company now, like they're in like movies and you they pop up everywhere. Okay. Like they're, uh, yeah. I mean, just because I don't know them doesn't mean they're not official. I, yeah. I don't really know about much, dude. I kind of stick to my bubble, yeah. <laughs> um, but I did, it was like a homie that started this
0: company, um. And then I, he hit me up for some stickers and logo, whatever, for these stickers. And I did it up and charged him, like, nothing. Got, like, a pair of sunglasses off of him. And I think now they're doing, like, $14 million a year. And they, like, blew up. Like, they're... Yeah. They spot Like, they have, like, on, like this
1: huge... We'll, yeah, you're We'll of, cut this out. I don't <laughs> think I should
0: talk about this, actually. No,
1: but, <laughs> like, like, so it's just kind of a classic thing in business. And this has happened with me before, where, like you know either you're new to the space or whatever and then someone tries to hire you out and then you just spit throw out some number and then like they're like oh that's awesome because we were gonna say twice as much and you're just like fuck yeah (laughs) dude yeah so i you know and i think
0: what i've been doing too is i kind of i'll have a number in my head now and then that's the low number yeah i'll just be like this is like the least i would do something for but i won't and i'll just be like what's your budget like what are you trying to spend and then if they're in my range, like, and if it's, like, you know, there's variables that make jobs kind of more yeah, or less you easy worth to work it. with? Are yeah. you cool? Do I if believe it's like, in what you're doing? Yeah, if it's, like, if it's something I'm hyped on and it's, like, cool exposure and just kind of things line up, like, yeah, I'll kind of yeah. go a little lower. But also sometimes, like, they'll come in, like, way higher than what I would have said, and I'm, like, all right, let's fucking go. Like, yeah. I'll kill it. Like, let's do it. I got the, the budget to really ball out on this one. So. Yeah,
1: there's something to be said, too, for, like, Like, some people want to spend more money on things. Like, they want to buy something so they can say that they've spent this much type of thing. Oh, yeah, for sure. And there's that whole, like... It's that, like, flexor, like... Designer flex. Yeah, that whole... and,
0: And that's kind of built in. It's, like, baked into the pipe industry, too. You know, like, everyone wants to be, like know how much they spent on all their rigs, and, you know, like, it's, like, that's a big part of it. It's, like, watch collectors or whatever. Like, that always just wanted, to, like, flex, like, what they bought. Totally. They kind of want everyone to know what they paid for it, and it's, like... It's like people who leave the tags
1: on their shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's the same kind of luxury and shit. You're leaving yeah. the tags on your shit for one of two reasons. One, you're a broke ass and you're trying to return it after you go to prom. <laughs> or two, you're trying to, like, you know, have motherfuckers catch the tags. So. <laughs> yeah. So that's cool. So are you, uh, you said you're working with festivals and stuff, just like all this is all connected through the Danger Visual stuff. Yeah. Um, so how are people reaching out to you? instagram everything kind of lives and dies on instagram mostly and
0: that's the the whole glass industry now is all instagram based So all the artists that are putting up work and like everyone that's buying selling trading auctions whatever like it all happens on instagram so it's been great for me and i think that's i you know when i put up when i do a poster for some dude that has a hundred thousand followers like they're, they're really good about like all the artists are, like, they'll post my graphics and they'll be like, shout out Danger Visual for doing this thing. And then every time I do a poster, I get, like, all these, like, follows and jobs and, like, everything kind of comes out of that. So it's been really a good way to get exposure for the work and to kind of get, like, established. And so and then now it's kind of starts to ripple. Like, for the first couple years, it was just, like, strictly, like, glass stuff. Like, super niche like, high-end glass clients and stuff. And then Started to get, I started to get like weed brands and like seed companies and weed kind of festivals and meet like bands and whatever. And it kind of just all like rippled out. Isn't from, it crazy how like just how much it's all changed that this can all just be out in the open, dude? Yeah, it's crazy. And then it's it's like it's almost like Fight Club where it's like this like secret like society of like glass collectors and. Like, traveling around the country, it's I'll be, I'll be in, like, some random-ass town, some random spot, and the dude will have, like, a pendant that, like, one of my friends made, and I'll be like, oh, I know, like, that's, like, my homie and whatever. And then there there was one time I was in, like, th- some random, like, tiny ocean town in California somewhere, and the dude had the pendant, and then I was like, oh, that's my boy. And then he's just like, he was like, fuck yeah, and then he just, like, started pouring out, like, free shots all night and we just, like, gradually, you know, there's little stuff, like, people kind of... Are, are tuned in and there's just like it's all connected right yeah it's a it's a weird mix of people that are kind of collectors and that's who's
1: like uh who are some of the dudes killing it the hardest in the glass world these days i mean i know that's probably a loaded question and you don't want to like leave <laughs> anyone out but. no i mean there's uh you
0: know like they're one of the dudes that's steady been killing it forever is like the first dude i met coil and he's like one of the, been one of the big dogs forever and so he's like just kind of always been on on top of it um Mm -hmm. and then you know the whole the philly crew all together is is really an awesome crew um and they kind of people migrated from everywhere to kind of just get down there and it's cool it feels a lot like burlington stuff kind of because like in Burlington, like everyone that's doing creative stuff is like very like linked up. Yeah, totally. and, like everyone knows what everyone's doing. Everyone wants to collaborate on stuff, and like, well, you have to. You have it's to. Like, yeah,
1: you, you know your your best resource is each other.
0: Yep, totally. So, um, it's that same kind of vibe, and then everyone's like got homies. Like they're doing events, and like, oh my, this my hom- my DJ homie's gonna pull up, and then we got these dudes that are gonna paint some stuff, and. You know these big events kind of just form, and everyone's kind of like working on all this cool stuff
1: together. And collaborations like a major part of this whole industry. Yeah, so. the kind of taking the power back into the hand of the artist. Right? It's mm-hmm. like it's like well, why are we outsourcing everything when we, like we got the fam that does that? Yeah, but, you know all that for yeah. sure. Uh, so. My just to like give my little I'm cool too. Um, (laughs) I used to buy cases of glass back in like the 90s from like Cheeseburger and like uh Jay Lee. It's sick, damn. Like festivals, I'd be like hustling glass and hell yeah, that's
0: where it all started. Like for sure. And Jay Lee, yeah, he's still still around, he's still right now. Are there still
1: many like glass shops or is like the internet kind of all sort of taking it over? They they both kind of took off, right? Like so
0: instagram there's a lot of dudes that are just flipping on instagram and they'll be like like this is like whatever glass gallery but it's just their instagram page and they're just like flipping yeah like because black. if you sell
1: it through a glass shop i mean sure you might sell it quicker and more people see it but then again like then you got to give the shop a percentage, right so. yeah
0: so but that's that's like an important part of it too right because you know you can't sell a hundred thousand dollar piece next to a bob marley tapestry and some shitty head shop yeah, so yeah. there's like a whole new wave of shops that are like galleries mm-hmm. and it'll be like white wall like podium style presentations and so these these galleries like they have monthly like art openings and they'll have like different artists do like feature like shows, just art shows like any other gallery yeah. and a lot of the shows will be like collaborative shows where two of them will work together on it Um and so that's where I do a lot of the work is like if I, I'll, I work with like all the biggest galleries in the country for this stuff and so okay. they'll be like we have these two artists coming in to do a collaborative show and so these guys will be working for months before the show and they'll both they'll just to make like a whole body of work that they're both like putting moves on and, yeah. and they everyone has their own kind of style. Like it's like signature things. Like this dude makes monkeys and this dude makes dinosaurs and so we're gonna make like a bunch of like dinosaur monkeys for the show or whatever. So when that when I get hit up, I'll come up with a graphic that kind of like has both of their styles like mashed together to kind of make it be like it's these guys and yeah I'll draw like a b- monkey dinosaur yeah. just to kind of get the vibe for what the show's about um and then yeah. s- sometimes like they'll make the piece from the poster too oh, that's and have that cool. in the show and Do you have
1: uh you have like some pictures of s- some of the stuff that like that is yeah there? for sure oh, yeah, yeah there's been some crazy ones we can get our hands on some we should flash some up right definitely now. yeah I could show like the graphic and then like the piece you know? oh, yeah that's dope. So uh, what have you found, like, what are some of the challenges to it be? I mean, it seems like you just kind of were off and running, but, like, what are some of the challenges to the, like, for the business end of things? Like, you know, just from a, just kind of picking your brain and for, like, people at home type shit. Like.
0: Yeah. Um, I mean, it's it's such a weird business that I, like, my thing is so weird. It's,
1: like <laughs> you know? a, it's very natural. It's not, it's
0: not a normal business. You're not like, I want to be the guy that, Just draws bongs and works with all these dudes. You can't go to school for this. Yeah. So, like, (laughs) I think part of it was just figuring out, like, how I needed to, like, evolve this. Like, one thing led to the next thing. Like, at first, it was just like, all right, I just drew a couple little stickers for this one glass blower. And then it's like, how do you take that and turn that into, like, this whole and keep growing and be like, all right, now I'm going to offer t shirts. I'm going to offer, like, other swag. And now I'm going to also do, like, more marketing stuff. And I'm going to. kind of keeping building it and growing it more and kind of just that was kind of that's a hard thing to not get a
1: one-man team in terms of the actual business no
0: i've always had like someone working for me um i've had like assistants throughout the years right now i've got actually one of my first Uh, interns that was like the best intern ever (laughs) shout out brandon uh Mm -hmm. and then he worked for me back at sticky brand and wildlife back in the day and 10 years later i hired him back on and he he's great he's awesome so um he holds it down for he does more of like the logistics and like dealing with vendors and all that kind of stuff so i can just focus on the art and then once the art's kind of wrapped then i ship it
1: all over to him and he deals with like all the the boring yeah. parts of it so that kind of gets to the next thing I was going to say yeah. is um you know when you're getting going on any business idea like that and you find that you're not like fully able to focus on what you what your talent is and what you can add to it because you're having to do the housekeeping so to speak and all yeah. that that's like uh realizing and how to sort that stuff out is a big part of being successful I feel like Dude, that, yeah that's super that's so important like
0: but the, the thing is too is like like I'm, the I'm, chef's
1: not also serving the table
0: yeah it took me like a, I wish I realized that sooner you know like because that stuff is my brain doesn't like process that part of the business at all so and for so long I was like there's not like it's not in the budget to have someone like deal with all this shit like I gotta do everything myself and I was just getting so stressed out and like Fucking that fucking jobs up because like I didn't know. I couldn't handle it. And you
1: realize and, that the budget will grow if you do that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because, and I realized that after, yeah. As soon yeah. as I could
0: like and my art got better because when I was stressed out, I couldn't focus on art because I was like, this like this job's like going weird and I gotta hit these vendors up and I couldn't like focus. So like everything suffered, you know. There's something then, to be said
1: for having someone else like speak on your behalf too. Like, yeah, you have to be your own advocate for sure. But it's like you know, people. When someone's speaking for you, you know what I mean. It's just this weird thing where it's like, a, they're not afraid to be like, "fuck you, baby." You know, yeah. uh-huh. and like, there's none of that. Like, you know, if you're working the bar and like every person's your friend, it's like, at what point? Not <laughs> well? you Not them up. Yeah. Like- right.
0: Here's 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 something that I I also did. Like, there's been times when I was like between assistants or whatever, and I was just having to like get back into doing all the shit, and like. Uh, like a lot of my business I'm like I'm very good friends with all my clients like we're very tight and so like I invented like a sock puppet assistant basically (laughs) and like I would just I went on like this fake like email account just and that was like the bad bad cop you know so I'd be like like I'd be all homie with my dudes, and then I'm like, "All right, I gotta get paid, or something's gotta happen, like some shit." And then I'd log on the other account, and be like, "Where's the money, Lebowski?" <laughs> just <laughs> just kind of like. Then I'd have like the mean, like the really strict assistant that would like be hitting people up. Dude, uh, I, dude I might have to bite you on that. It's That's good. Pretty dope. I, I would, recommend I use it. it. From when my girls pissed at me. But yeah. Right. Too. Like, <laughs> <dude>, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then like you're, it's not. It doesn't make it weird with your homies if you're like. Have Talk up. to the sock, man.
1: Yeah. <laughs> do you still have
0: that? No, cause I got the real dude now, so he he handles this shit. Uh
1: huh. do a little refill here. Oh. Well, that's fucking hilarious. Yeah. So so the sock got swapped out for for Brandon. Yeah. All right.
0: That's what's up. Nice. Yeah. So, you know, you you figure out little tricks like that to, like, keep your relationships more,
1: like, you know, keep everything a little more chill. Yeah, yeah. What's some of the craziest shit that's happened to you living in in an RV for the last (laughs) whatever? Like, you know, presumably you're pulling up to random spots to post up. Yeah, dude, there's been a lot of crazy shit. Um, You ever have anybody else, like, that wasn't invited just end up in the RV? (laughs)
0: no i did uh there's been some sketchy run-ins like i'm definitely like because i kind of love like sketchy shit and yeah 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 yeah. (laughs) so like i uh (laughs) there's been some wild ones like you know one of them i was like in i was in phoenix and uh dude like so i i like there's like nowhere to post up in phoenix so i ended up like sometimes you just go on like google maps and try to find like old weird lots in the middle of nowhere and so i found this like trailhead in the middle of like this weird industrial district and so i like roll out there post up and then like two or three in the morning like this like escalade pulls up and I'm like it's like a very small parking lot it's like a 20 car little lot middle of nowhere and then like five more murdered out escalades all pull up and all these dudes get out like super like just like rhinestone cowboy boots like full tats like these cartel ass like dudes like all super baller shit like and it's like three in the morning and they're all just like mobbed up like looking super gangster like duffel bags in the trunk and shit like and, and, then, and, and, and I was the only dude in the lot, and they were like, they all kind of like get out of these RVs and they're or I would get out of their Escalades, and they're all just like grilling me and like they're pointing and like saying shit. And I was like, I don't even know what I, what I would do if they fucking roll on me. And like, and then uh, you'd fucking do whatever. So I was just like, told. I'm in the fucking <laughs> wrong place at the wrong time here, and then uh definitely crashed like some cartel meetup thing, and then <laughs> and then they kind of like kept eyeballing me, and then like they kind of just got back in there in their escalates they, 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 they kind of just dipped out and then I just peeled out dude <laughs> I was like I'm fucking
1: out of here like, yeah to Walmart, if, you the, if you were there the next night it might not have been good
0: yeah but you know you see a lot of crazy shit and like that was that was, uh, that, was uh, that was that was one of them but there's like there's some crazy spots dude like there's I found some awesome real weird spots on the road like There's a spot, Slab City. Oh, yeah. this place? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I love that place, too. Like, the first time I went out there...
1: uh, Is it... I'm trying to remember exactly where that is. It's, like, SoCal. Yeah, but I'm trying to... uh, Yeah, anyway. I I haven't been there, but I I definitely know what you're talking about. I'm trying to remember the name of the... The, uh... What is by... Anyway. Salt and Sea. Bombay Beach. Okay, Bombay. Yeah. 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 There's, like, a
0: a bowl there. It's, like... But Bombay is amazing, too. Like, the, that's, that whole area, like, Joshua Tree, Bombay, Slabs, like, it's, like, this weird, trippy, it's like, desert vibes. Like, yeah, 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 it's wild out there. And, and Slabs is, like, the craziest shit I've ever seen in my life, dude. Like, the first time I went out there, I was going to go for two days. And I, I had the craziest two days ever, and I stayed for two months. Yeah. <laughs> like, I just posted up, and
1: they just kept getting crazy. Uh, I guess being that, you know, your business... Is, you know, Instagram and all that, so you can kind of it, aff- it affords you the luxury of being able oh, to yeah. do that. Right? And,
0: and also, like, it's good for business, too, because, like, I'm, I'm always on Instagram. Like, if I'm like throwing Molotov cocktails at RVs and like doing wild shit out in Slab City, like, I'll, everyone's sending it to all their homies, and I'll get followers, I'll get jobs. Like, it's like good, yeah, uh, it's good it might, content that kind of like goes gives me more. Yeah, whereas, if you're stagnant, <laughs> it'll be more limited, yeah, right? So, it's kind of. That's sick. You still skating at all? Yeah, a little bit. I try to get out. I got I got deck in the rig and I've been cruising around. I was in um, where was I at? I think I was rolling through maybe like San Diego or something, and there was like this cuddy little like weird kind of DIY spot, and then I was just a. I spent, like, a little bit out there. I was just cruising there sometimes, and one time I was rolling around, and, like, Alyssa Steamer
1: pulled up, and she was ripping around a little bit. Like, what's up, man. Yeah. (laughs) Nice. Uh, You ever see Marshall out that way? No. No. Uh, No. Cookie just moved to San Diego, too. Oh, really? He's doing his thing. Shout out to the boys. Yeah. That's what's up. Yeah. Uh, So having, like, Vermont roots, you know, because you grew up in Vermont primarily, right? Mm Mm-hmm. What would you say is like like what is what are people's perception of Vermont when you're like <laughs> when you
0: like out and about? They they don't they don't get it man. Like, you know, I think it's cause you know, a lot of Vermont can be what people would think of Vermont as, right? But like Burlington specifically is like its own world. Well the
1: best thing about Burlington is it's really close to Vermont.
0: Right, that's great. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> so uh, you know, people understand like the mountains, and they they all know about this kind of part of it. But like, no one knows. Like Burlington was such a sick place to grow up, and like, I always I always like tell people that Burlington's like a city with a Napoleon complex. Right? Yeah, yeah. Because it's yeah. like it's really small, but it like overcompensates. Yeah. For everything, so like skating, food, music, snowboarding, like everything's. Like, Burlington goes hard
1: for People everything. used to always be like, because with skating, obviously, having so much talent coming out here, people would mm-hmm. be like, What's in the water? And we'd be like, No, it's what isn't in the water. Uh, <laughs> however, that's only if you get spring water, because we still got fluoridated water. So, <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? like, That's a whole nother You can't even go um, in the water. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. But,
0: you know, I, I loved it, dude. And then, you know, growing up, like. You're a big snowboarder, right? Mm hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, that was always cool. But it, I think the special thing about. What was going on in Burlington was it's like the a dog effect right where you're not just like it's not just skateboarding it's not just snowboarding it's not it's just everything together and like the, the lifestyle perspective that you get living in Burlington and like you know seeing how all these things like connect and how everything kind of is like this big you know everything if you're skating music whatever you're doing like that's all yeah. It's just like having the access to seeing people doing creative shit and that how many different cool things you can do. Yeah. And that everyone's like vibing with each other and it's just such a connected core. I, I
1: agree like, that's definitely um a positive. What I will say that I've seen is like because everyone's so accessible that like it makes people almost entitled and reluctant in a way to like actually support uh you know what I mean? So it's like Y'all go out and spend like 50 bucks at the bar without thinking twice, but like, how often are you buying your friend's album or like, you know, paying the $10 cover to go to their shit when you, yeah, you know? Right. So because it's like, well, I shouldn't have to pay to go to that thing. Like, that's my buddy. And it's like, well, everyone's everyone's buddy. So, like, <laughs> right. you know, just fucking ch- ch- her up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, support the homies. Yeah. But, you know, and I
0: think it's cool just the whole landscape of like how. There's just so much cool shit that for being such a small city, like there's just so much shit that came out of Burlington, like from every art and music, whatever. So, um, having that exposure at like a young age and just seeing all this cool shit going on, like B side, like I was, I was like a little like sub tier below b-side right Like that was like a little before my my time but I'd go there all the time and just like fan out and just like damn these dudes are so cool and like all yeah. this shit and, like watching your old videos all the time and shit Sweet. like you know so it was uh that was like a lot of influence like high school years and then kind of like moving more into the scene and then you know when I started wildlife and doing all this kind of shit it just it was it was because of like seeing like steez and this b-side and like seeing yeah. all this other shit and taking these influences and kind of coming out with, like, whatever I could add to, like, the ecosystem. We were throwing shows and parties and doing all this stuff. And yeah. then, you know, a lot of those same, like, values and, like, the shit that I learned from all this is just – I just moved on to the next thing. And totally. It just kept it rolling. So, like, everything that I'm doing now – They're, like, Boy Scout badges. Yeah. So, like, <laughs> having this, like, life where it's just, like, fun and creative and doing cool shit and all this homey stuff, like, it it's all kind of – It's But it all came out of, like, that just – Rooted in, like, growing up in Burlington. Just yeah, naturally, like a, too. This is all cool shit, like,
1: yeah.
0: you know, so I kind of was able
1: to just ride that out. Yeah, you never realize that, like, sitting around on the couch getting stoned was, like, <laughs> look, at, look at me now, mom. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> that's, that's fucking cool, though. Uh-huh. Yeah, the... um the shit that they're doing I mean even fuck 20 years ago with glass like all the inside out and the mm-hmm. don't, double donut and all that like it's it's just mind blowing to me like it it truly is a craft you know dude
0: yeah it's, and it's um it's crazy now too cause the, the you know the big art market like the art scene like Art Basel in Miami is like a major art fair it's like the biggest in the world and um, you can buy Picastos and
1: Banksy's and whatever, and they have these, like, it's a whole, I don't know if you know about it, it's like yeah, a whole, yeah, yeah. whole uh, world of we had, shit. Uh, we had the Ant Hill Collective on. Oh, sick. And uh, they they go down to Art Basel, and they paint down there and shit. Dude, yeah, it's rad. So I, I went down, and then, like, uh,
0: so the glass scene is like trying to push into that market okay so that's what yeah, i was like gonna there's... say i didn't
1: see any glass but granted when i was there it was 10 years ago so yes
0: yeah, so the last okay. couple of years a lot of my friends have been doing shows out there and then for the last two years i did a show out there that nice. was awesome where was, where was that it was at a. it was in miami at the
1: spot called ziggy's like on the beach or uh right no downtown? it was
0: like downtown
1: yeah because miami's like it's the fastest growing city. It's, like, crazy since even I live there, just how much it's building up. All, like, what used to be called Midtown or whatever, like, yeah. in downtown. Right. It's just, like, yeah, it's fucking nuts. So
0: yeah. So yeah. What, was this an art show? Yeah, so I kind of, I started, like, with a bunch of my glass, like, my really tight glass homies. Um, or this, like, art gang, like, joke thing called Bad Boys Club. Um, okay, and we would just appro- like that's appropriate for Miami too. Though. Yeah, right. <laughs> so you know, like it was like the the crew, like we'd always like run, see each other at trade shows and like kind of crew up and yeah. like just you know rage and do whatever. And that was like bad boys clubs, like some G fan kind of yeah. shit. And then um, so, but then it also turned out these dudes were like some of the biggest dudes in the industry, and it was like a joke thing for years. And then we kind of uh, I got hit up to do a show in Basel with this this, this spot Ziggy's this gallery, and then. Um, it was it was gonna be me and my buddy Coyle and then we were just like let's bring in all the boys like let's make this the bad boys show yeah, yeah it might be on to something <laughs> yeah so we and then we we did it all and then it was all like bad boy themed work so everyone was making like you know, like, uh, like little glass, like dudes, like spray painting or like slingshots, like, wh- like bad boy shit. You know, yeah, um, like Martin Lawrence and fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. And so, uh, and then the idea too of it was like, you know, this is wow. like. the the glass scene is like the bad boys of the art world like they're
1: they're kind of slow to get on they tried to keep they're like they're making
0: bongs this is bull this is like whatever it's like skating
1: was to like uh sports kind of where it's like they tried so hard to keep you out of it because it's like you know you weren't following the rules of what it's supposed to be that's exactly it right so i think
0: that's like when i got into glass everything felt very familiar right because it's kind of like a, a taboo industry
1: it's like graffiti skateboarding like, whatever, it's that same vibe. It's, it's not like, acceptable until Sprite says that it's cool and we can put it on the commercials. Too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so
0: it's kind of in this weird space, and so it's kind of like the bad boy art of Art Basel. Because street art, Art basil's all, like, street art graffiti. Like, that's, like, locked in now. Like, that's yeah. a huge part of it. So which glass is, uh, the, kind which of... is
1: honestly pretty new, mm-hmm. relatively <laughs> speaking, to, like, you know, being any kind of accepted. Yeah, know? so Glass is still kind of, like, on the fringes of...
0: It's still the like the world. stepdad that you're not sure if you like it. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, but it's like it's it's creeping in, and there's been a lot of cool shit happening in that world. And like the Corning Institute, like is like the major art glass like center of the world. Like they're like very respected. And that? It's in uh, Corning, New York, okay. and so that's like a lot of like the fine art world is really like looking at Corning. Like they have like the biggest museum for like art glass and corning like this year has been really bringing in like a bunch of my friends to like do classes there and like bringing in pipe makers Sweet. and this year uh three of my buddies made like the first ever pipe at corning like in a big demo thing and it was
1: like, a big moment of pipe makers yeah it was like a class demo thing they put on and you ever so like, been at any of that live stuff and had someone like totally botch like like because you work with glass, oh, right? Yeah, and when dude. it's hot, hot and shit, like it could be one little thing. Right? Yeah, it happens all the time yeah, <laughs> Like, because yeah. the shit's always breaking. And... and you could have tons of hours into it and then just fucking yeah, dude. Does dude. anybody yell mazel tough? <laughs> <tuff"? laughs> <laughs> they should.
0: Yeah, you see a lot of crazy shit. I've seen like some crazy stuff break too at trade shows and stuff. Like this one time, they a lot of the trade shows will have like demos of glass blowing like at the show and uh some they have like they had like a competition thing it was like a three-man teams to make whatever and so three of my buddies made this like all glass uh flamethrower that was like also a dab rig but it shot like 20 foot flames out of it it was just crazy and they built like a whole like tripod for it and then it was kind of like they had all the final pieces displayed and so it it was like a ten thousand dollar piece and then some dude like rolled up with a backpack and he was just kind of uh, like looking at shit and he turned, turned around breaking by. and he smashed it dude and my buddy just like grabbed him like headlocked him like threw him on the ground <laughs> and, like locked him up and like was like you're not going anywhere bro yeah, <laughs> like yeah, just held him give down give me your credit
1: card yeah and it was like <laughs> it was this
0: kid's like first trade show and his, his like boss had to come over and like buy him out And
1: I'd be reluctant to even walk in a building of some shit like that oh dude yeah everyone, everyone <laughs> always
0: wants to like hold their shit like oh dude here you gotta hold it I'm like fuck no yeah. like that's a
1: that's a yeah. hundred thousand dollar piece that
0: I'm never going to touch I don't want to look at it watch here. yeah and like (laughs) dudes travel with this stuff too like you'll go to these shows and if someone's got like baller shit like everyone takes it to Vegas like show off all their stuff so like dudes are rolling with this stuff and smoking with it and just
1: cruising around with all this stuff everywhere like it's pretty crazy yeah it's very volatile Yeah. yeah yeah (laughs) no doubt so where do you see uh i mean not to say that you need to have uh any further plan than what you already have done but (laughs) do you see like any like uh expansion or where are you hoping to take all this
0: yeah i mean i i hope to see it get keep making progress in like the fine art world and kind of get more acceptance there
1: um as far as the glass movement goes Mm -hmm. like yeah, but you're not strictly doing um, design for that. You're, you're, right. You're just you're doing design, but it just yeah, sort of so happens you, that most of like, your clients are. Yeah,
0: doing. so that's kind of I'd like to see that keep moving. But yeah. I really I want to start doing more stuff. You know, like um, A little golden hour collabs. I'd lo- yeah, dude. That like whatever. I w- I want to do skateboard shit. I've always yeah. wanted to design skateboards like forever before oh, I knew yeah. about glass. Like skateboards and snowboards would be like that's my shit. Yeah, so, yeah totally. If any skate companies are looking up I'm like let's let's talk
1: you know talk, <laughs> talk to talk to his manager I'll yeah yeah that's
0: always been something that i wanted to do and yeah more music stuff art stuff i want to do more kind of marketing event stuff like that show i did in, in miami was awesome because i just from traveling so much i just have so many cool contacts in so many cities and like to uh-huh. so i can throw a show in so many spots, and uh, I got like bands, DJs, artists, like yeah. weird other activation things and performers I can call out
1: from the homies. G-Fam. That's Jesus. That's literally what it is. That's what it's about. It's about, uh, you know, the network, but really the fam. Yeah. W- which, like, people hear and they're like, like, wait, is he talking about like his cousins? It's like, yeah, maybe, but also, like, <laughs> you know, like whoever that's down uh, dude yeah it's sick
0: and that like it's the same thing and then that's cool too is like you know like every spot has like the local crew and so i know a bunch of like the local crews and all these different spots so if i'm trying to do something hit up the homie and then they hit up all their local homies yeah. to come in and do stuff so like in miami we had um there was like band playing we had uh one of my buddies has a thing called insta ramp and he like Yep. It's like a ramp that folds up onto like a flatbed, and so he yeah. I just out. saw
1: someone was like skating it in traffic. Uh, that's <laughs> the same one, right? I'm pretty sure. Uh, this one, you know, he like sets it up. It like okay. goes out and sets
0: up, and okay, then so I've seen that
1: one too. But I've seen, have you seen the one that they literally where like they drive around with it? I think so, yeah. it's yeah. Maybe it was like chopped out of a school bus or something. Like, Perhaps, I don't know,
0: yeah. Really, uh, I think I saw that too, but so like... Instagram came out of your... Instagram TV pulled jam. up, and then I had another homie from Philly that's like a sick graffiti artist just blow up the ramp, and then we had, had like, it was all bad boy-themed activities, so there was like a bottle-smashing wall. Hell yeah. And there was like tattoos and, you know, like all uh, stencils, and you could paint stuff and break bottles and get tattoos, and we had like a dab bar and... It was like a whole super a religious whole thing. Yeah, we like, we gave out like <laughs> probably eight thousand dollars of free hash too, and just right. dabs and whatever. And then um, it was cool. Everyone had a great time. A lot of the I had ninety artists in it, and most of them probably about half of them like showed up and just hung out for the show. So everyone got to meet all these big dudes and. It's right during Basel, and then what's cool out there, too, is, like, I had, there's a bunch of my other homies that were also doing, like, glass shows, like, and we all, we were all, like, promoting each other and going to each other's shows and just trying to all support and make a bigger impact by working together and really just putting what, When on. does
1: Basel fall on again? What, what time of year is that? It's, like, next week. Oh, is it? <laughs> yeah. Okay. You're not going down this year? No, this year I took a year off. Yeah. It was a lot. It's a lot of work. It was, yeah, I mean, you got to think, that's what, 1,500 miles in the RV times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, like, eye. I mean, I fly
0: out, but it's just, yeah. like, it's so much stress, too, dude, especially because, like, everyone was, like, shipping out all this glass and, you know, ship it's breaks yeah, and it's yeah, stressful yeah. and all this, you know, stresses the whole thing. So are you
1: curating, out. or do the galleries have a curator for all it? No, of I do all of it. Okay. So the gallery kind of gives it
0: space, and they have, like, a cool gallery space and a big lot in the so back so that's a full time thing in itself dude yeah it's, it <laughs> yeah. was a lot of work and like I had to call in a lot of favors and yeah it was awesome and it was fun but yeah you got like the, you got clear. like the seating chart
1: like how they do weddings like, well Aunt, Aunt Cheryl doesn't like fucking cousin Connie so to make sure we put these pieces on the other side yeah um that's dope though hell yeah well I'm proud of you and all your successes man it's like you said uh you know, just living and just realizing these things that are actually coming into fruition, but, like, as you're just going through the motions, you know, just naturally, and then turns out, oh, you know what, that is actually, like, a tool yeah. that later on I'm using. You know what it's like is, like... Did you
0: ever see that movie Slumdog Millionaire? Oh, uh, yeah, great movie. You know how it's, like, he just kind of knows the right answers to the questions by, like, weird shit from his past? Like, yeah. It was kind of like that, because it was, like all right, now I'm designing stuff, and, like, these dudes want T-shirts, and, like, I used to work at this T-shirt shop, and then, like,
1: yeah.
0: everything kind of, like, came back to weird other experiences that I, like, have had, and, like, you know, growing up in, like, the snowboard world and shit, like, going to, like, snowboard major, like, industry events and trade shows you were for taking snowboard notes. shit. Yeah. Even if you didn't know, you were taking notes. Dude, yeah, so yeah. All, the, all the same vibe of, like, business kind of party networking and stuff, like... That I'd learned a lot growing up, yeah, like yeah, that yeah. all came into play when I got to the last world because it's a very similar, like kind of party industry. Totally. <laughs> and, like, saw and, and then like skills. with wildlife,
1: for people don't know, you had a, a boutique or whatever clothing uh, store, yeah, which was downtown Burlington, right above like uh, RJs, yeah, Alibaba's, yeah. Alibaba's, yeah. And so, forgive me for my timelines, which <laughs> often get skewed. But when was that? Because I mean. Oh, dude. Um, yeah. I'm bad at it, too. I had, uh, we went on a skate tour when silent skateboards was a thing. We like the whole East Coast tour. There's like 11 of us in a van. We did all like, you know, New York, Philly, Connecticut, Vermont, Boston, whatever. Uh, and in Philly, what's that street called? Did they close down? South Street? Yeah. So, like, one of the homies full circle to, like, you know, you show up in a city and they're just, you know, six degrees of separation becomes one type shit and like yeah. one of the homies had uh, he was bartending at this club or like like the downstairs was like a I want to say it was kind of reminding me of like a Nectar's Metronome type thing like you know top floor, bottom floor but like two different but uh, t- totally different vibes and anyway so we're in the downstairs and uh, he was bartending in the upstairs and it was like a bachelorette party and they had rented out the upstairs, and it was, like, just, like, 12 chicks. And, like, no one else in there. And I guess the girls were, like, you know any, like, cool hot dudes or whatever? And, like, she's, like, well, I got, like, you know, 11, like, you know, vagabond fucking homies that probably haven't showered in a week, like, downstairs. Um, yeah, so we, like, went upstairs and, you know, turned out the party. That's sick. Um, yeah, was, and we skated love, uh like, at night and shit. This was, like, right before Love you got you see any crazy down. shit? I used to, like... See, uh, used to we didn't necessarily see too much crazy shit, but, like, you kind of felt a little, <laughs> you know. Uh-huh. It was kind of like, shit might pop and any second. <laughs> you know, it's yeah. like, I mean, you know, me, I'm, like, rolling with all this fancy camera equipment, and I'm, like, this, like, presumably fucking vulnerable little white boy <laughs> to the outside <laughs> eye and, like... In yeah. some ways I am, you know. I mean in <laughs> Philly if you put a gun in my face, like you're getting my camera, you know? <laughs> like, like whatever. But uh Yeah. Uh but no school we were like skated at night. Um Did you go to FDR? Nope, didn't go there. I've actually never been there. Uh but uh It's wild. Yeah. It's,
0: it's wild how much it's how active it is and how it's like because I, I I lived in the first time I was like living in Philly when I went to school before I dropped out, it was like rage it was FDR it was awesome and then left for you know 10 years whatever and when I moved back I went back there and it was like over twice as big yeah. and like there's just constantly shit. Like they're yeah. just building
1: the fuck out of it yeah now that's all like uh, just like DIY right that's not like yeah. the city's doing nothing. yeah right? it's awesome and there's like cause at one point that was elite like they just took that over right yeah now, I wonder, at this point, they must condone it, right? Because it's gotten so big. Yeah, like. they almost... Someone burned... There's, like, a big vert ramp there. Okay, so I watched... Actually, that's right. And I wa- someone I burned
0: it down. Yeah. And then they almost shut it down because it, like, fucked up the bridge or something. But yeah. I guess they, they're going to let it ride. And, but it's pretty seedy over there, right? Oh, yeah, dude. It's insane over there. It's, like, such a weird like sketchy anarchist psycho place like, yeah i don't know it's if awesome. it's quite
1: like burnside like exclusive or at least oh, no. used to be but like it's
0: it's so different burnside's yeah. like mr roger's neighborhood compared like, to like don't like don't
1: <laughs> but like don't pull up if you're not like a like killing it at tranny or, like, know yeah. someone, like, oh yeah cool. No, FDR Club. is, like, a free-for-all so yeah. anyone can go and, yeah. like,
0: it's, there's, like, I've seen so much insane shit there, too. Like, it's just, like, this lawless, like, anarchist skate park and there's, it kind of, it, it got really embraced. There's this crew called, like, the SPP, the, yeah. the South Philly Punks and yeah. there's, it's, like, a punk crew and they've, like, adopted it as, like, their own. So it's kind of, like, there's always punk shows, and they do big, like, fundraisers for it. And they're keeping it on the, like, positive, like, open arms type shit. Yeah, and they because they just use a, it as, like, a punk club, basically, too. And then they dope. but they put on, like... Shout out to y'all motherfuckers. Shout out SPP. Yeah. And then um, they... They're always, like, having, yeah, big fundraisers and throwing events there, and it's kind of, like, the punks and the skaters are very, like, aligned, and Philly has, like, a huge punk scene still. and
1: Yeah, which is crazy, too, for people who, like, haven't really maybe spent time in Philly because from the skateboard world, at least as far as I have always known, uh, at least, like, in my generation, it's more like the, like, fresh hip-hop tech kind of side of skating, but in reality, yeah, like, uh, Philly, like, if you think back to, like, Ricky Iola and, like, just like the more like Hesh dudes mm-hmm. Which were like Actually the original Philly heads Yeah Fucking um, Yeah Cause then you got like
0: you had like Stevie Williams in there and That was a little later though Yeah, yeah. So there, there was that Kind of vibe too Like the more like Ghetto well, shit Well they used to say
1: There was like Two kind of squads At Love You know There was like The Kalis and like Stevie mm-hmm. crew but then there were like the older dudes before that who were like not about it yeah yeah Um I'm gonna shout out Stevie Williams and Josh Killis and all, like I know y'all <laughs> but hey <shut laughs> we'll be cool to link someday. <laughs> um, that's what's up but well, I, well was- so the whole like open arms thing honestly that's like something obviously that's super prevalent here whereas like we don't like it's we're not on some cookie shit it's like yeah like we're tight and like circles are tight but also like you can get in the circle like you know just just come with that real shit. Don't, yeah, don't yeah, be show the up. Don't be faking the funk. Yeah, yeah, totally. Because I always tell people when they move to Vermont or like or Burley, whatever, they're like, what's up? I'm like, yo, listen, like, six degrees separation is one. And, like, if you come here, like, it's super easy to meet like-minded people and, like, super easy to just get in the mix, you know, whatever you're about. But also, like, don't be burning bridges because there's only one. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> yep. it's one bridge. Yeah, Fafo. Yeah, that's what's up. Um... <laughs> So, yeah, let's get up on some collabs, bro. Let me be dope. Yeah. I mean, I'll let you throw out the number first, but, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, I work with whatever the
0: budget yeah, yeah. is, man. I'll do something out. Because I like, you know, I'll hook up deals if it's for, for homie stuff.
1: Yeah, and the same, same goes for, like, and, yeah, exactly. If it's something that's, like, hits close to home and, like, just you want to be yeah, a part I of it. Yeah, I love doing obviously. Vermont stuff, you know, yeah. like, coming, doing more local shit and, so you were talking, uh, your girl is, uh, she's like a big cheat. She's like a cheese. Person. She's a big cheese. Yeah. All right, all uh, right. Yeah. What's up with that? Yeah. Um, I mean, we ain't gonna go too into it, <laughs> but I am just kind of curious. Cause like, what, like, is she a cheese like rep or like, I don't know. No. Nah, so I mean, okay. Shout out Zoe Brickley.
0: What up, what up, what up? Shout out, uh, Jasper Hill, Jasper Hill cheese. Um, that she's been there since the beginning and they're like the, they're they they're like on their own level of cheese making. Okay. They're they're like, you know how like Ben and Jerry's is like world famous. Like everyone's like Ben and Jerry's is like the ice. cream. Everybody right? else is cheesy, but yeah. So but I didn't I didn't even realize this. But, uh, so like Jasper Hill is like the headiest cheese in the world. Oh, So like. They get invited out. They always get... They would win so many awards, like, all over the world. They just won Best Cheese in the World from, like, the World Cheese Awards in Norway. Oh, damn. Like, they get all this crazy stuff, and
1: so... That's crazy. Why don't you hear more about that, and why is it all, like, Cabot? Just because they're, like, more, like, artisan or so something? So they, they like, they do work with Cabot, too, and whatever, but that's kind of,
0: like, the more, like, like entry-level to high-end cheese, I guess, and okay. they're, like, the super premium... Uh, and so they. Um, Where is Jasper Hills? It's out in Greensboro. Okay, it's in the middle of nowhere. But there's some cool stuff out there. I don't know. But yeah. so they. Um. So she she's been there forever. So she's kind of does like everything. Like she, like like a lot of you know marketing and uh, events and just kind of like all over the place with it. Yeah. Um. So she actually helped me out a lot with like doing my bad boys shows in Miami, and she's okay. like. She kills it. And so I get to kind of go crash a bunch of their cheese events all over the country and all over the world. And uh, there's like the cheese industry is weirdly similar to the glass industry, right? Because it's super premium, like high-end luxury cheese. And so it's a similar kind of vibe and like clientele. And the people that are working in it are kind of – it's like – the same, it's, it's luxury. So is it safe to gets. say your girl's been
1: stacking cheddar.
0: Stacking cheddar, baby. Uh, <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: So, uh, it's, it's been cool though, like that, getting to see that kind of industry and, and she's gotten to come to some of my industry events and vibe it out and it's very, it feels like she got the vibe right away going to glass events, yeah. and I got the vibe right away
1: going to cheese events. Well, it adds and, up because like the stoners, you know, they get all lit Dude, like, oh, Yeah, oh, uh, get uh, some and cheese. it's kind of like you know, there's like
0: a kind of like a cheese punk scene out there too. Uh, of what's like, the best cheese? Jasper Hill, baby. No, but I mean, like, is there a specific <laughs> one? Uh, the Harbison. You can't go wrong with the Har- t- Harbison. Harbison's a big hitter. Okay. It's kind of a soft cheese, uh, spruce wrapped, spruce spruce bark wraps rind, and oh. it's, it's a it's a hitter. All right. So, but yeah, we just went out to. Uh, what would you eat that with? Just like crackers or some shit. Oh, it goes with everything. You okay. can even just like throw, Spug. scoop it out, put it on pasta, and it's a sauce. You okay. can do any, It's it's bomb. Too. You right. can just do anything we'll with have to it. Check that. They they you like real cheese heads we'll just take a spoonful
1: of it and just like a lollipop and we'll just has there been a collab it. with the glass and the cheese yet has anybody done like a fucking yeah we've been we've been talking about how to figure it out actually minutes. at bad
0: boys uh, they they hooked it up real fat and so when zo came out we came up with this whole bad boy themed charcuterie like cheese table thing oh,
1: yeah and it was sick so because everything about the show had to be like bad boy themed yeah, and so my girl's big into the whole charcuterie jam. Oh, As yeah, a matter of fact, uh, a deer cost us about a hundred dollar charcuterie board last week. Even Jay Rich's deer jumps out front it's on the back seat. Now, oh, now, oh now I thought you were
0: gonna say like you had like deer jerky on the table. or no, something. No, but <laughs> what I told my girl
1: is, I go, "Don't worry, next week we're gonna eat that thing's cousins." So, yeah, so, but no, uh, no, I, I spared the deer, and it cost me the charcuterie. But anyway. <laughs> so, uh,
0: so yeah, I, I I wanted to we wanted to figure out like a cool way to like because there was all these different like kind of activations like at the show so like over here you can smash a bottle and do this all the different stuff and then the cheese table was like this huge table and we had this we worked with this other um, person who was a really like their thing is making like insane cheese boards and stuff for okay. like events and big celebrity whatever shit and so we worked with them and they. Um, so we had like there was like a whole spread. We had like old like porn from like the seventies, like as as like the, to put on the table. And then there was like broken glass that you could Lode like a lot of bush, a lot of bush. Yeah, right. you could like there was like broken like broken glass that you could eat. So you could like dip like broken glass in cheese and eat it. And then wait, you had, what? Yeah, How dude, do
1: you eat broken glass
0: because it was like they like make it out of sugar. So look, there was just like oh, broken glass. Wasn't broken glass. Yeah, it was
1: actually broken. Yeah, it was like this D. like sh- like edible broken. I'm glass. just thinking like for the kids at home, don't go try. Don't to eat. eat broken glass. Yeah, don't don't. Even that's
0: dipped in yeah, cheese. Yeah, don't eat that So glass. they made, like, fake
1: broken You'll glass. Die. They made fake, because <laughs> you can, like, be,
0: like, a bad boy just eating broken glass off the table. Okay. And then uh, the the sickest thing was that we made, like, uh, it was, like, a skeleton, and it was, like, holding, it had, like, a punk vest on, and it was, like, holding a bucket, and it was puking into the bucket, but it was fondue, and so you could, like, dip into, like, the skeleton's oh. puke, and then we had, um, we had cheese with, like, weed in it
1: and um, oh hell yeah is uh <laughs> is this shit labeled like yeah you know what i it, it was labeled not to sound like a little bitch but so I don't do the weed anymore yeah like, no it was know, all you knew know what you are getting yourself you into because you know weed's the best if you smoke weed all the time but mm-hmm. like if you don't and you end up fondueing a bunch of fucking edibles your day might be fucked <laughs> yeah <laughs> like up. yeah but it was like
0: a super just chaotic like wild table and that bad, kind of helps set the vibe so there's been other kind of crossover stuff like um, I've been I did a I did a cool graphic for Jasper Hill like they're they're very like upscale branding it's very okay. like, like clean like kind of high end yeah. stuff but, the but more not been, too
1: good for a bad boys party not
0: too good for a bad boys party okay. so it's it's kind of like this like highbrow lowbrow world yeah, yeah, and yeah. that's kind of what the bad boys club shit's all about because it's like we're just a bunch of dirt bags and there's bongs and we're raging we might be breaking glass but we're also like making, also we're making like 000, insanely yeah. beautiful high level yeah. art and too, you're in so. that fucking beautiful gallery yeah so it's, yeah. it's like I love that kind of balance and it's so ed- it's, it's edgy yeah yeah so it kind of and Jasper's been been open to like kind of getting a little weird with stuff and so I've done a couple graphics for him that have been cool like I did one of them it's like it's like a rat uh like drinking a 40 and like smoking a joint he's got a skateboard and he's like in a big wheel of Jasper cheese and you got that graphic yeah that, yeah like, yeah you yeah, can up. get that up on yeah. the screen so and then that got like a big it was a big hit at the trade shows cause all these fancy food companies have like very like highbrow yeah um, like fancy branding and then this was a big hit because it was just so they're, different. Will, they're willing to go outside the but box yeah so Jasper's down to kind of get weird and That's it's dope. been uh, it's been cool kind of having them support and you know sometimes like if there's other homies having shows like they'll I'll have them send
1: boxes out or hook up stuff here and there And you know what that kind of reminds me of this is gonna be completely random but I'm a random motherfucker um just you hear, like, metal music and, like, from an outside perspective, if you're not really in the know or you don't actually pay attention, you're like, why is this so angry and aggressive? And it's like, no, this is actually, like, a love song or, like, he's like this, <laughs> yeah. this is for, like, his grandmother, like, you know, type something, you know? So, yeah. like, yeah, things aren't always as they seem type shit.
0: Yeah, for sure. And there's a lot of stuff that happens in, in the glass industry that's, like, um, for, for charity or for good causes. Like, even with my show... With Bad Boys, I started a, a kind of a charity thing called Bad Boys Do Good, and uh, so for all the Bad Boys shows we do, we donate a, a chunk of the the money that we make to different organizations. Um, there's cool. one, and it's all the idea is to support like all the people, like the artists and all my homies in the Bad Boys Club. Like, they are they wouldn't have made it in the real world if they didn't find art. Yeah. You know, like, art kind of, like, put them on track to, like, kill it. And now they're super successful. And, I mean, myself, too. Like, I don't know what else I would have been doing if yeah, I didn't yeah, to not, get on this track. Well, so. that's the
1: problem with, like, our traditional education is that they try to be, like, everyone this, And it's like, that's just not for some people.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and I think having that exposure to art and culture and all the stuff that I kind of was able to see in Burlington, like, yeah. that changed my life 100% and kind of was able to come up with new ideas and new possibilities. So is this a
1: charity that, like, people can donate to? Yeah,
0: so the idea is that we kind of find charities that are, like, aligned with that value and then kind of um, donate to their cause. Like a Friends for
1: A-Dog or something like that. Yeah,
0: so we did... This year we did um, Art Start is, like... They're they're in a bunch of different cities, but they kind of work with, like, at-risk kids and, Mm -hmm. you know, kids that are getting in trouble and doing whatever, and they kind of try to... Put art in front of them; People they that won't get them fall, that involved. That would have fall through the cracks. Yeah. If not, so if, yeah. if it's just like shit's not working yeah. out for these kids, and they're just kind of, of coming the time from tough back backgrounds, they don't, have,
1: they don't have the thing. Yeah. You know. You, know? you have so, to find
0: it. So that's the idea, is to kind of, and they're really good about kind of just getting the kids that are just they don't have resources, they don't have like a support system. Bad boys do good. Bad like boys that. do good, and because that's kind of where everyone in the in the crew came from is yeah. like that kind of shit and. You know, yeah, whatever. Right? Yeah, so they're kind of. So how can people like?
1: Can people get on and donate to? The, to the yeah, tournament?
0: they can. Usually, we just do show donations. Like, I'm I'm launching a website that's gonna have merch and stuff, and there'll be like a donation thing. Cool. And then that all gets earmarked and put into bad boys do good, or it'll have links to just go directly to the places that we've kind of connected with. Nice. We'll stay tuned for that. Just then
1: I will be in touch. And yeah. It, you know, we're about it. Yeah, you know. So that's uh, that's awesome. I think that's important. I you think, know. Uh, you know, full circle back to, like, the whole Andy effect, if you will. You know, like, look at Friends for A-Dog, you know? It's like he yeah. was kind of already. That's, like, everything that he embodied already, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, he, like, he was the one to be like, oh, yeah, like, let me show you this. Or here, take my... take. You love that shirt? Like, literally, would like, hands, a stranger, the shirt off his back, type thing, you know? Or, like, uh, you know, just, just being real, you know?
0: Dude, always. It's, yeah, that... And I think having like just being like in awe of a dog and like his vibe growing up, hanging out at B side and yeah, whatever, all these spots. And all of like, us. I was just like a little, like nothing Grom dude, but he would always just like take a minute and be like, what's up, bro. And I was, yeah, was going like, to say not to him. You were <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah like sure. that was the thing. Yeah. Like he would always, like he kind of remembered me and like my, like we used to buy all the mixtapes and shit and we yeah. were just like, he was always so cool to us. And then from, and, and then kind of growing into Burlington more. And then when I started doing sticky and he would come through and we would sit down together and jam on sticker graphics and kick it. And I just remember like how cool it was when we started kind of hanging out after like idolizing him and just all of his shit. They say like, like, never meet your idols. Well, that wasn't the case. No, dude, (laughs) like like it was, yeah, that was the shit. So I think I, I definitely credit like everything I'm doing now. It's just kind of, his vibe and oh, absolutely
1: dude that yeah. was the biggest
0: influence he, he
1: was such like a sticker head too like you know what i mean like if yeah. you went to his crib everything had like little sticker like everything was all designed okay oh, yeah like, and that was
0: like with it, it was the route shit when he would just come up and you just pull up a chair my computer because i was
1: yeah you the design stuff and we just fuck around with different ideas and just kind of jam out and totally kinda, so what uh i know we're gonna bounce around here but what uh what eventually made you decide to shut down the whole wildlife thing? Is just because, like, brick and mortar is just kind of... Well, I'd left. Oh, okay. So I was doing it... Um, with Dave. Yeah, with Dave Mullen and Nick Daggs.
0: And then I started getting more into the glass thing, and I was kind of... There was just so much shit to deal with doing, like, run, we was we were all designers. And we yeah. were pretending we knew how to, like, run companies and whatever and so there's just so much shit to, with between both things i just i kind of wanted to just focus more on doing design work yeah and and when the glass stuff started happening for me i was just getting so much work all of a sudden from glass biz yeah that it just felt like the right time to kind of like
1: make an exit and so i kind of sold out my part of it and hold on so so uh you know being that you're a designer and uh this is just a, a little something for appreciation mr masia got a couple Golden Hour shirts here for you. We've no the, way. We've got the green, which are available on our website. Ooh, I like that. And, you know, the classic black. Damn. A few different colors. Sick. They are going to sell out, and we probably won't do the same one again. So if you want yours, quit slacking. Uh, also, whammy, baby. while I have this opportunity, if you feel like it, subscribe, uh, like, just ready to comment, be like, Trav, you suck, or whatever you want to say. Shout out Golden Hour Podcast, baby. Family. Going to Vermont. Feel me? We let's out, go. We out her, as the kids say. We outside, I guess you're supposed to say, <laughs> even when you're inside. I don't quite know that one, but I, I'm like. We yeah, out here in here. I mean, yeah, we're like, we're doing it. Um, so, yeah.
0: These are sick. Thank you, yeah, dude. Yeah. These are these are rad shirts. I, I like that logo, too.
1: It's, I'm a logo guy. Okay. These are good logos. Yeah, yeah, that's Mr. Masha if you want. We can throw them <laughs> off to the side yeah, for you somewhere. Let's, let's put them in the shot. see. Yeah, there whatever. we go. There we go. Um, this podcast is not sponsored by anything currently except for uh us. So, you know, we're open minded maybe, if you align with our vision. And if not, that's cool too. You know, it's like uh you don't have to like us, you don't even have to respect us, just don't disrespect us. Um so yeah, so the chapter with wildlife just kinda fizzled for Yeah, well so it was
0: uh it was it was going in there, it was doing its thing. Um but I was I was ready for something new. I'd been in Burlington for like ten years, and uh, kind of I feel like I did what I wanted to do with wildlife and sticky, and I was kind of moving into the next thing. And I just wanted to focus on my design stuff more and and kind of
1: travel. And, yeah, and like um, your goals more change stuff. as you you know, and that's that's fun. Yeah, and it was it was like. It was time to go. You know, it, was, you guys, it was like an amicable breakup. Like, yeah, and I, I'd yeah. kind of been getting
0: deeper in the glass world, and that was really kind of happening. I was starting to travel with that and go to trade shows and yeah. kind of explore more of what that looks like. And I'd just gotten out of like a breakup, and I was just like ready for a new spot. You know, it's time so, to break up with everything. Yeah. And so,
1: uh,
0: <laughs> yeah, it was funny. Like the the first sticker thing I did with my homie Coil that really like put me on was uh we like did a thing and he was just like oh yeah you know like I think after the sticker job like we should get an apartment together like <laughs> he was like just fucking around yeah. and then six months later I ended up selling out of Sticky and Wildlife and moved in with him in Philly yeah and got Danger Visual rolling and that's kind dope. of picked up from there
1: that's dope <laughs> what uh so what types of, like what mediums do you do your design with uh, is it mostly all like on the computer or? yeah it's mostly
0: digital um I love my undoes so like,
1: and so what? Like programs do you
0: create in uh, all the Adobe stuff, and then sometimes oh. I'll use I use this program, uh, Clip Studio Pro, and that's okay. what I do like my tablet work in for
1: drawing and stuff. Okay, this um, this is all stuff that like I know a tiny bit about. Yeah, Sean here, uh, who went to school for that shit, would know. Yeah, and then once, he knows what you're talking
0: about. Once, <laughs> a, once in a great while, I'll tap into like. Um, Cinema 4D for little okay. 3D stuff, and yeah, you know, I've been I've been dabbling with some AI stuff just to kind of get like concepts or colorways or just kind of get some new ideas. That shit's kind of crazy, man! Huh?
1: That shit's crazy. The yeah. uh, like I I was watching, it was like two people like took each other's voices and like pictures or whatever, and they created like a fake. An AI conversation between the two of them, where each one was like the other,
0: yeah, if you will. <laughs> it. And yeah. it was like
1: it just goes to show you, like, holy shit, like we might be getting all duped here pretty soon. Oh yeah, dude, it's insane. Some barren stain so crazy shit happening with it. But Baron stain bears, nah. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was never the Baron stain bears.
0: But yeah, dude, it's it's good to just kind of get some ideas for layouts or colorways or yeah. just kind of. Just kind of
1: vibe with it and see where it goes, and then kind of just, you know, I think could use. Uh, I know you're a busy guy, but uh, you should uh, get in touch with talent because I think they're due for a new graphic. Dude, I'm so down. Actually, I just watched the documentary. Okay. And
0: you know, I was, and I was like, I'm gonna hit him up. Like, I'm just gonna go in there and tell Hannah, yeah. like, I'm doing a graphic for you. You're not gonna pay me for it. Like, I'm just here for it. Yeah,
1: like you can work something out, whatever. But yeah,
0: uh, with, just with you know. shit like with talent, though, it's like I got so much from that place and yeah. growing up there and spending all the time there and yeah, what like Hannah homage. does and the, yeah. they're so badass and like yeah I would do a freebie for them and yeah. I think I've reached out before and it just never really came through
1: but like I'm gonna get back on it because yeah. I wanna they just redid the park shout out to Hannah and Woodsy yeah. I was actually there oh, Friday yeah. uh, today is actually Jay Rich's birthday when this comes out it'll be late but had birthday Jay Rich but yeah a uh, few of us hit up talent Burroughs is over there Provost Jay Sick. Deuce Woodsy Phil where came through Damn. I yeah we had like a, we had a whole squad there uh, the homie Bobby and you know a bunch of y'all too many to name but yeah hell yeah Um, so that was dope and they just redid the park so go
0: check yeah I saw it, it it looks sick I want to go check it out while I'm yeah. back in town go roll around be old together yeah I, I think I did I did a deck for talent like way back you but, did right uh, yeah. I, was, I was trying to remember I sure like, that it was like a it's like a rolling stone tongue but
1: it was like a skateboard that's right or damn if we can find I'm a lot better now yeah (laughs) yeah, yeah. but I mean it's like that's how it goes I mean fuck people always tell me like piece of time and I'm like (laughs) oh dude I still
0: I think I got the full I think I got the full collection still I still got uh family tree piece of time like I still got all
1: that shit good things (laughs) I help me um (laughs) yeah dude I know people keep being like make another video I'm like you know maybe um it's a lot of work um Probably, <laughs> coming out, maybe. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I've forgotten about that. Yeah, so that's uh, actually a good little segue. You watch the talent uh, documentary. Yeah, that should get you a little choked up, or what? Dude, yeah, when <laughs> oh, dude, but, like when they, when they like they have the meeting,
0: and they like they're like we're your board, and we're like getting this back on the tracks. So yeah. like, Oh, like yeah, sick. Um, but yeah, major shout out talent and Dave, and like that was a big. Very influential kind of part of like my high school days and just kind of, they held it down so hard and definitely like a lot of love for what they're doing over there.
1: Yeah, totally, totally. Uh, so I remember, I mean, you were talking about Ziggle. Shout out Ziggle, you're the man. Uh, when you guys had the creepy castle or whatever. Yeah, remember. uh-huh. Those, those were some good times. School cool little backyard barbecues, and everything uh, was, like, spooky in the spot. And, so like, good. Yeah, that was that was probably my favorite
0: house ever. Yeah, well, I
1: remember we'd always, like, dress up and shit. Yeah, right? yeah, just, we it'd had be, so like, much. A, like a random Tuesday, we just, like, I don't even know. I'm sure there's some pictures <laughs> of some crazy shit, but, yeah. I remember, like, a bunch of times people, like, passing out, probably myself included and we'd like when they wake up they're just like laced and like you know they might look like a president with like a fucking tarantula on their balls oh or dude like, yeah <laughs> yeah a lot of
0: we had so much that was such
1: a fun house yeah. so much
0: crazy shit went down there we had the trampoline for a while and like that was a rowdy house so I the neighbors house. were like
1: not super high like, <laughs>
0: like, dude, dude it was so sick it was sick too because like there were so many people that kind of were like so many cool homies that were passing through and we just kind of crashed for a couple months here and there and just post up and yep. like Brian Walsh, Walshy, Steve yeah, Walsh? spent time there and yeah. it was just always like homies and artists and musicians and kind of just like this cool
1: yeah, you have, like, the drums and, them. like, the guitar. Yeah. Yeah, there there's all kinds of
0: weird toys in there and shit going on all the time. Like, that was a sick house. Yeah, not <laughs> not
1: exclusively sex toys.
0: Yeah. Uh, but, yeah. yeah was, it was in the mix also.
1: We had everything. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, to say that it was a porn set. <laughs> right, next. Uh, but, yeah, good times, man. Well, fuck, I'm so glad you came through. And just, yeah, man, I'm proud of you. you know, you're, uh, everything you're up to, it's like uh, you've you keeping it real? Dude. It seems I'm, like you're like, uh, you know, you've really found your, hit your stride. So that's dope. I'm, I'm proud of you, man. You're
0: you're holding it down out here, and it's, it's sick. You know, I'm always watching what you're popping out and keeping uh, the I might be down to jump
1: in that RV at some point. Yeah, go, hell yeah, dude. Go end up in a little random-ass town. Send it,
0: man. But, yeah, I mean, shout out. Because I, I even just... From way back, like you were, you know, the the dude. Like you were making all the videos. Like you were kind of the one that was really driving the train with the whole skate scene and really pushing it. And well, I mean, shout out the skaters, obviously takes too. One, takes one to know one. Shout out all the skate homies, also. Thank but like, you know, to, to document that and to kind of be like, put like recording it and to kind Thank of put it, it down I, that I way. I appreciate that very much. That's such an important part of like every every scene to kind of have that kind of history you know it was
1: uh it was mutually beneficial you know
0: yeah Yeah. so I always loved it like growing up and oh yeah you know it was like it's uh it's a it's you know for a small town to have that kind of shit going on is is huge
1: you know well you know I uh I annoyed the shit out of a lot of my friends for about 20 (laughs) years by you know trying to hold them to a standard higher than my own Um, (laughs) But you know, it is what it is. Yeah. I think later on in life, you know, you realize you're like, you know, a lot of the time the people, whatever, you're like, they meant the best for me, you know. I mean, think about the people who were our, you know, whatever, our elders that we were like, why the fuck are you telling me not to do? And then you get a little older and you're like, oh. <laughs> and sometimes you're like, no, they still suck. But yeah. Yeah. Yeah so that's what's up (laughs) shit I don't know if uh, you want to give anyone any shout outs you probably got to wrap it up here shortly I'm going to go watch some street league eat some lobster risotto some fancy and shit (laughs) Um, but yeah so anyone specifically you want to give a shout out to Um, I mean yeah I mean I think I I ran through a couple of shout outs (laughs) throughout that podcast but yeah.
0: um, yeah I mean the bad boys shout out bad boys club um, you know Jasper Hill check you know. on Danger Visual <laughs> is that what it is on Instagram Danger Visual yep if you guys want to see my work uh, you want to holler at me about doing some work Danger Visual on Instagram is the best place to catch me on there also Bad Boys Club Art Gang on Instagram to catch up with whatever Bad Boys shows are going on if you see an RV rolling through your hood
1: <laughs> it might be this if you, uh, you
0: catch me on Instagram in your hood hit me up I'll come
1: hang out with you and whatever will see what's going on fuck yeah well dude I'm so glad you came through and uh, you know next time you're in through come through get a sip on the progress dude yeah and uh, just to all you people at home thanks for watching uh, Golden Hour With the one of a con guest, Mr. Ben, Danger, Danger Visuals, we out.